0: Hey now. hey now, ladies and gentlemen, uh, it is Over the Line Monday edition, July the 12th, good lord, it's already July, welcome to the podcast, so glad you were here. Special guest, as you see, my man Tony up in the house. Tony, how are you, sir? I am doing fine, Andrew, sir. I'm glad you're here. We actually didn't necessarily plan to do the show together uh but you know we're like hang while you're here might as well do it
1: we were hanging out and i was just like what are you doing for tonight's show and he's like oh i don't even know we, we just hopped on figured we'd figure it out as we go
0: yeah uh well anytime you come over here we are very productive honestly we do get some stuff done so we've got with everything we've done upgrade wise we've still got a million things to tackle and so there's never enough time in the day for you and I to to sit down and, and actually handle this stuff. So right. we take every opportunity we can.
1: Well, it's kind of fun because most of this stuff, when you you call it upgrading and or whatever like that, you assume it's a lot of money. It's really learning software and, and just a lot of things to do with computers.
0: That's the biggest obstacle. Absolutely, 100%. Yeah. Uh, I know you're going to be mad at me for doing this, but I want to remind everybody about Vaporforge. <laughs> okay. He hates when I plug him while he's here. <laughs> uh, just a quick uh, reminder: forty six seventy three Highway two eighty East, right there next to Bailey Brothers. Eight seven four ninety ten is the number. Go see them. By the way, you guys hooked up my dad and my sister. Just a couple days ago, and they're elated. Like, they're so excited about their new stuff.
1: Yeah, they were awesome. Uh, all they could do the whole time was talk really bad about you. No, I don't, I don't, I'm just that figures. <laughs> <So>.
0: Absolutely <laughs> figures. Um, my dad is is somebody that has been smoking since, you know, he, probably a teenager. And we've tossed the, the vaping idea around a little bit. And he said, yeah, I'll try it, I'll try it. And he never tries it never and then something about while my sister was here and i think part of it's got to do with my grandmother getting put in the hospital and all this he finally decided to take the leap and i saw him uh saturday the day after he came and saw you guys and he was just telling me all about it he was so pumped up that you guys hooked him up that he's got this new device and these juices and everything else so Uh, I haven't checked in with him today, but uh, I I got a feeling he's on track.
1: Well, I gave him the best advice I had. We've been there eight years and we've learned a lot and there's good ways to go about it and some bad, but either way, um, when it all comes down to it, it's the smoke combustion is what hurts people the most. Um, Overall, it's not necessarily the nicotine, uh, which is just like caffeine. It's a vasoconstrictor little wordy there but in other words the smoke even firefighters get lung cancer right so anyway we always fight that
0: well there's a there's a disinformation campaign out there that a lot of people especially smokers tend to repeat and that is vaping is worse than smoking and when my dad mentioned while we were at the nursing home he was talking to me about the vaping stuff my grandmother said well you know that's worse than cigarettes and bless her heart she just don't know better but we had to explain to her, you know, it's it's it doesn't have anything that cigarettes have in it except nicotine, and that's probably the least harmful thing in a cigarette. Yeah. So it's a matter of just reminding people, hey, the the you know where you heard that cigarettes are better than vaping, you heard that from Philip Morris. The cigarette companies told you cigarettes are better than vaping because they don't want you to vape.
1: Oh, yeah. That's their bread and butter. Um, that's why they tried to take us out back in 2019. when well, It was those tobacco companies. They bought Juul, uh, Altria Group, uh, bought out a big percentage of Juul, and then they basically wanted to ban Juul right after that and blamed it on the vaping and Long story, but Dad, either way. <laughs> Daddy
0: Trump come and save the day. He, he sure did. It was funny because, and I was talking to my sister about this. You remember Jewel was involved on those talks, on the vaping stuff. Oh, yeah. And they, they jumped the shark, and they were like, oh, we're going to ban our menthol stuff. We're going to be proactive, and, and we're going to lead the pack as to what everybody needs to do, which was their mission. They were like a suicide bomber. In yep. the vaping world, they weren't interested in selling vapes. Nope. They were interested in putting the kibosh on everybody else and be like, well, if we're getting rid of our stuff, they need to get rid of theirs too. And then everybody goes back to cigarettes.
1: And I got to tell you, it almost worked because everybody bought into it. it the jewel was their Trojan horse. It was, it was the perfectly executed position or plan. And if anybody but Trump was in office, they would have probably uh, – Went through with the whole oh thing. absolutely, and he ended up seeing what they were doing. He even said at the meeting that that's a move that Rockefeller made back with Standard Oil, and he's he's absolutely right. The only the way to have it down is to kill your competition, and the tobacco companies don't like the fact that we've made ourselves a better tool and a better invention than the cigarette. It doesn't hurt us as bad. So. Well,
0: you, you even see now that the Biden administration is in power, they're already pulling the plug on menthol cigarettes. Yeah, I saw so that. you better believe they'd have done that on vapes if that scenario had been there. And who's to say it won't be? It's very important to keep your eye on this stuff. But honestly, Biden, Bi- the Biden administration is banning menthol cigarettes because they hate black people, and black people <laughs> notoriously smoke menthol cigarettes. <laughs> that's obvious. But anyway, did Biden
1: it. say if you if if you don't like or if you got a question who you're voting for, then you ain't something. I'm yeah. Like, anyway, yeah, he I, says I, I think if you I can't that. figure
0: out if you're voting for me or Trump, then you ain't black. Come on, man. Come on, man. Yeah, he said that. So what a lunatic.
1: Do you think he was really trying to buy laughs, or do you think he really believes it?
0: Um, <laughs> no, I, I think he does. I, I I think Joe Biden's problem is he's still in 1975. He's he's still in 1994 doing the crime bill. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't realize that it's 2021 and he's stuck in this vortex of Senator Joe Biden.
1: Didn't he have a couple? Appealing
0: to the white man. Didn't
1: he have a couple medical episodes back in the 90s, uh, like brain aneurysm or something like that? I don't know. I'm some, sure he did. I, mean, I don't know. I, I heard sure it was it looks two like of them. he did. <laughs> Hello. Well, you know, uh, corn pop.
0: So. Yeah. Because Corn Pop was a bad dude.
2: And Corn yeah. Pop was a bad dude. He, um... Sure
0: was. I not want to mess with
1: Corn Pop. I'm sorry.
0: He also had a bad problem with plagiarism. But that's neither here nor there. The uh, the good president, though, Donald J. Trump, at CPAC over the weekend, actually just yesterday, he, uh, he made a speech at CPAC. Overwhelming, uh, positive response positive feedback and everybody was uh excited to see him and i think the takeaway from that and it sounds cliche and i know probably every friggin' talk show host has said this today but it sounded like a campaign speech it really did and i I can't help but almost be 99.9 percent sure that he will be after the midterms announcing he is running for president because He doesn't lose. He doesn't like to lose. And so he's going to do this again until it can get corrected. I think, in fact, if he would have uh, been given the title of president for this election, I think he would have gone off into the sunset in 2024 and wouldn't have even attempted to be kingmaker, which is a term everybody's using these days from behind the scenes. I think he would have probably been done with it and been willing to pass the baton, but because he feels he's been done dirty, YouTube, I'm, I'm tread lightly, because he feels that way, he's like, no, we're going to correct this, we're going to get it right, and we're going to make sure it doesn't happen to somebody else in the future. Whatever that something is.
1: Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. Uh, the guy doesn't like to lose. He's a fighter. Um, he, you know, he, He's strong in what he does. I mean, everything he does, he t- goes at it full force. So I, I think he's going to run, but we'll see.
0: We will see. Here's a little bit of Donald Trump at CPAC just yesterday. Check this out.
2: He wanted nothing to do with it. He just didn't want to do it. But perhaps it's understandable because... He did become a different man. I always liked him. But I said, Bill, you got to move your ass. Our country is under attack. But he became a different man when the Democrats viciously stated that they wanted to impeach him. They went wild. We want to impeach him. We're going to impeach Bill Barr. We're going to impeach him. He became different. I understand that. I didn't become different. I got impeached twice.
0: I didn't change. I became worse. Oh, wow. <laughs> he said I became worse. Yeah. Now, he's talking, obviously, about Bill Barr right there, because Bill Barr has come out and said things like, oh, the the, the talk of election fraud is BS. He says, um, you know, Trump legitimately lost and, and really has just kind of um, what seems to be gone with the establishment narrative and seemed to kind of have turned his back on everything he stood for as Attorney General, which he seemed to be a really good Attorney General. He was up against a lot, though. This is a guy, and this has been Trump's downfall. He was tasked with putting people together that he could trust to do the right thing. And when I mean the right thing, I mean the right thing. And that is stick up for what's right, stick up for the American people, and not go with this mentality that we've dealt with for decades of the people at the top make the decisions whether that's good for the American people or not. They came after Bill Barr, and him being from that world, he knew, hey, it's not even worth fighting. Yeah. Now, Um, Trump doesn't know that, and he has no interest in going with the flow. He's in the business of doing what's right and finding the right answers, the right solutions to the problems, and uh, he's going to... He's going to keep fighting. He's a fighter.
1: The thing that really gets me is uh, the more and more the whole entire media and the whole industry goes after him, uh, that tells me that he was probably at one point, or if not, I don't know when, but doing the right thing for the people. Because that's the one thing that would turn everybody off is if he fights for the, uh, I guess you could say, the working class. Right. Um, Lower taxes. You know, he actually thought about us and wasn't just about special interests, he wasn't bought off. Um, I, for one, know he wasn't bought off. I, the first time I ever thought Trump was bought off was when he came out against vaping. And I'm like, oh, man, the tobacco companies got to him, you know. But uh, when he reversed himself on that, that told me that guy is not bought off. No, he's not. a lot of money at stake on that.
0: I think, so. I think initially on that is he had a legitimate concern about vaping because he didn't really know anything about it. And he admitted that. And so what did he do? He brought in all these different people from all sides to explain to him the pros and the cons of their arguments, so he could then make a a, a conscious decision of what's the right move on this. And after listening to everybody, and he can sniff a BSer out in no time, after listening to everybody, he quickly realized, hey, this vaping stuff is not what some of these people are telling me it is. So we're not going to do it, not to mention Americans shouldn't have the right to put in their body whatever they want to.
1: Everything they went after with vaping and the fact that he fought for us and listened to our people tells me he's probably using the same strategy towards everything else. He's probably getting all the expert opinions, this and that, and and it seemed like if Trump... Say liked a certain car. Everybody want to ban the car, and and everything goes against what Trump wants. If he, you know, he almost said he didn't want certain things just so that way it would happen, um, because everybody would not be for it. Look what they did with the wall. The wall was a great idea, and then they stopped doing the wall. Now they want the wall back. You know, it's because it was a smart idea.
0: Well, uh, the thing is, Trump is just he he wanted to do what's right and and because he's the type of person that listens to all sides i think it it he made the right decision but also a big part of the credit goes to the vaping community and i mean you remember you guys were getting people to sign pieces of paper not just petitions but y'all hanging up y'all all all over the store y'all had i quit smoking with x yeah, y and z uh
1: that that's my wife did a lot of that yeah at the beginning uh, it was all was, over the place your yeah, whole was her having, store was covered up
0: with his that's when you
1: started realizing how many people's lives that we were impacting just with one location you right 1400 square feet in one little box and one door all those people it was it was mind-blowing and uh yeah it was a false advertising i mean their whole campaign was false the whole anti-vape uh, thing. And I'm glad he picked up on it, but it tells me that he's fighting just on everything else too. Um, he's not bought off and, and they don't like that about him because he's, they, they call him the politicians I've talked to personally, one in particular, you'd all know who they is, but he said that he was a uh, disturber. Um, Trump was, in other words, Trump went in there and just be, he didn't go with the same thing. All the senators and, and representatives are used to their way of life. And he came in and a disruptor, that's yeah, the one yeah. I heard the most. So, um anyway, I think he's the real deal. I wonder if he's gonna run again. I don't I don't think he's all these bad things that they're making him out to be. So and I'm a libertarian, so I don't go one way or another.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um he's he's definitely a disruptor, there's no doubt. Yep. Here's Trump at c Pack talking about his possible future plans of what he hopes to be doing in maybe the next couple of years.
2: With your help, your devotion, your brilliance, and your drive, we will carry forward the torch of American liberty. We will lead the conservative movement and the Republican Party back to victory, and it will be a greater victory than this party has ever had. We will take back the House. We will take back the Senate, and then after witnessing all that has gone wrong in our country in such a short period of time with our borders, with our economy, with crime, we will take back that glorious white house.
0: You heard it That's from the
2: man itself.
1: So he'll think he'll take it back. Now. He, he, he
0: says he's, going to, he's going to take back, back. back the white house. All right. so.
1: Well, I, I can't count out Trump on anything really. Um, He's got a clear shot. He beat Hillary, which was, you know, wasn't that hard to do. Well,
0: this is what I want to remind people about: is Hillary was in fact probably the weakest Democrat candidate in a while. I mean, I say the weakest. Uh, I mean,
1: yeah, I was gonna uh, say Biden's a pretty weak
0: guy. John Kerry was weak. Al Gore was weak. But the thing was, Trump was ten times more brash, more outlandish saying crazier things on the 2016 campaign trail than he ever did when he was president and he still won that race. And then, and then got 10 million more votes in the next election with the biggest Hispanic vote, the biggest black vote of... Republicans like he shattered all these records the second time around. Yeah. And so there's nothing that would indicate he for for him that he shouldn't run again and I think he should in fact go and I think this is where his heads at too. Ron DeSantis is a running mate because the base has been completely lost on Mike Pence and I think part of that's unfair. Um Ron DeSantis is VP so he can then run in 2028 as president and that seems like a win-win um formula to me
1: yeah i think the powers that be the people that are really in charge uh didn't plan on him winning the last time he won in 2016 no so we'll leave it at that pretty much
0: we'll see we'll see what happens but it's going to be exciting nonetheless all right let's talk about this as well first of all let me remind you guys about patreon.com slash andrew mcclain who for easy ways to give it's all um whatever you want to do whatever you feel five dollars to fifty dollars just five dollars a month is going to get you exclusive content from behind the scenes and if you'll look at this right here Let's see. I'm going to see if it'll actually pull up some of the posts. No, it's actually going into my administrative tools. Anyway, there's been new videos right here. Uh, New videos that have just recently been posted. Uh, You can get them right there and see stuff that only Patreon people can see. They they don't get posted on social media or anything like that. Most of it, again, is behind-the-scenes stuff. Patreon.com slash Andrew McLean who, and you can kind of see what uh, what we do behind the scenes. It's fun. It's fun stuff. It's fun. But we want to get to, real quick, before we get out of here, I just knocked over Tony's vape. I hope Uh, I didn't break that. No. We want to talk about Cuba. All right? There is some chaos going on in Cuba right now. Let me see if I can find some footage. Cuba.
1: I'm like... Cuba Gooding. I'll say, like, I want to talk what about movies in now. Cuba
0: Gooding Jr. He's a good
1: actor. I'll give him
0: that. Yeah. Um Chaos happening down in Cuba. And basically what this comes down to, just a quick overview, because I'm I'm I don't want to say I'm well versed on Cuba, but I've always been fascinated with the history of Cuba. The the distant history and the the near history. Everything from Che Guevara to the death of Castro just recently and yeah. the current leader. Uh but the people there in in the I guess you could say in the aftermath or on the backside of COVID have reached a boiling point and to where if they spoke out or protested against the government, they would be jailed or killed. They are now at a point where they're saying, It is worth it. Give me freedom or give me death. Because they're watching their moms, their dads, their aunts and uncles, their brothers, their sisters in places like Miami. Seeing how well they're doing, seeing how they're loving life, and they're living in a literal ish hole. I'm trying mm-hmm. to watch my mouth. A literal, <laughs> a literal asshole in Cuba, and they're done with it. They're absolutely over it. So they're going out in the streets. And the interesting point to this, it's mostly young people, people that weren't alive to see. One, what Cuba used to be, which was somewhat of a utopia, and how it got to where it is now. All they know is what they're facing now, and they know it sucks. But the fascinating part of this, when it's not fascinating, it's actually very expected. The left and the Democrats in this country are acknowledging what's going on in Cuba and saying they stand with the people of Cuba But they're painting this as the people of Cuba are rioting, looting, and protesting simply because they're unhappy with the way COVID was handled in that country, which has about this much to do with the protesting. The rest of it is about the way of life, and they're sick of starving to death, not having any money, not being able to afford anything, and they just want to live normal lives.
1: Why, why can't we just uh, offer them? Why don't we just start trading? and uh, the embargo. We'll start giving them. I mean, do they need a hammer thrower right now? Yeah. Uh, you know, give them a hammer thrower. I can think of one person. Um, I'm sure there's some other people in, in there that are athletes that love our country, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. that would come. Um, and as far as I, is Cuba, it sounds like California is kind of heading that way.
0: Oh, uh, this country is headed that way if we don't put a stop to it.
1: California's leading the charge. They've that's been saying, right. For half my life, they say, well, if it happens in California, it'll be happening in your backyard you know, soon.
0: Prager, you put a little three-minute video together of what's going on in Cuba. Check this out. Understand they're chanting, give us freedom. Well, I mean, I'd, I'd be
1: right out there with them, I guess, because, you know, aren't they kind of used to that way of life? Um, not being able to say what they want, etc. Yeah.
0: Which makes it that much bigger of a deal. Now, for those of you listening to the audio side of this, a little play by play. The time that I traveled to Cuba,
1: I stayed with my family in their home rather than a hotel. Yeah, that trip to... Okay,
0: I see, I didn't realize this was going to cut over to a lady who is from Cuba. Her name's fair Jimenez, and uh, let's see what she has I think it's Jimenez. Ye- Jimenez, what I say? Jimenez? <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> I don't speak
0: Cuban, so I know. All right, here she is. To,
1: to Cuba, was very, very eye-opening um, of how... Little we understand about how these systems actually work. One is to have the neighbors come through the window and say, do you have your ration book? Because I'm about to go get eggs. And so they share the load of waiting in line um, for some of the basic uh, supplies. The cost of toilet paper um, was an average of $1 a roll when people are making $25 a month. So then what do you buy? Do you buy that or not? The homes that are provided by the government are not in great condition unless, of course, you have relationships with the government. The shower that they had didn't work, so you had to bathe yourself through the bucket. Sounds like the, communism.
0: It's exactly what it is. Yeah. It, the, this is what's happening right now, too, which is important. Is the government, in response to this stuff, is cutting off power. They're cutting off water. They've cut off communication. they are just completely shut down the Internet, and they're doing everything they can to suppress the people. They're even negotiating with people that they currently have in in prison, like hardened criminals, saying, if you will team up with us to help us get a handle on this situation in our streets, we will give you your freedom. All you have to do is for a period of time is work with us, the government.
1: Wow, that's interesting. It sounds a little too close to home here. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's right across... Dude, think about how close Cuba is to Florida.
0: Uh, that, right ninety miles from Miami? Yep, ninety miles. You know, it's um, it's crazy. You look look at this. Wow. This wow. is insane. People are absolutely fed up.
1: Yeah, and those people I mean, can you imagine being in this country and they keep taking and taking more liberties away to you know, do we end up like that in thirty years, twenty
0: years? For so many people uh it's hard to see because like you said it is a little by little by little but yet that's how this started you know and you think about how high emotions are when people get out and protest for george floyd and black lives matter and everything else imagine all of society right left black white getting together because we it w- the reality has hit us that we've had everything taken away from us.
1: yeah, it sounds like 1776 for them right now.
0: yeah, um, absolutely. but the downside to what's going on in Cuba, guess what? They've got no guns. They've had all their guns taken oh, away. I,
1: I know all about that. They took them uh, that was that uh, raid basically Castro set. It was about 200 men and they used the radios and they overtook 10,000 people to take over.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, here's pretty, a, here's a little mark. bit of a view of what's going on in Miami right now. Again, tons of Cuban people, their family members. They've got family members that still live in Cuba. So they stand with, with Cuba and they stand with their family members. They're extremely concerned. And here they are in the U S in Miami showing their support and, as the rest of the country should. Shouldn't just be in Miami. Shouldn't just be people that have family members in Cuba. Should be all of us. And the government, again, Republicans and Democrats, including Joe Biden, has spoken out against this. But the silliness of it on Joe Biden and the Democrats' part is they're, again, blaming it on COVID. And it's got very little to do with cuba's COVID response
1: well i'm sure it didn't help but if anybody's paying attention watching this you gotta know that this is where our country would be in 20 30 years if they keep uh keep at it you no know?
0: oh, without a doubt though we we could be here in no time and that's what so many people don't realize
1: look at what just happened this past year or two i guess
0: yeah see how many young people are in that group it's almost all young people They've had enough and they're finally fighting back.
1: Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a damn shame.
0: Mostly about the living conditions that they're they're dealing with. I encourage you, if for those of you that are interested in this, and again, you should be because this is a big deal that will affect us, okay? Go and watch some documentaries on the history of Cuba. Back to Castro uh Che Guevara when uh look at the history of when Castro took power okay and how he was almost uh the second coming to the people of Cuba and part of that was because he had saved them from a brutal regime but little did they know it was just a brutal regime changing places with a brutal regime but he got in and he, he gained the adoration of the Cuban people by doing what? Promising health care, free school, free housing, free everything. And nothing comes for free. When when you decide to make a deal with your government and let them be your sole provider, you can guarantee you they're going to cash in that favor and it's going to be the ex- at the expense of of your life your way of life
1: yeah it seems so far-fetched to really think about it but it's serious and some people think it can't happen well it can
0: here it know. is it I, I think I think what needs to be done okay because I know most of you guys that watch this stuff and listen to the show y'all understand and pay attention to this stuff and you find it important have these discussions about what's going on in Cuba with your Liberal friends, or even your friends that don't pay attention to the news, make sure you know what you're talking about. Really look into it and just talk to them. Be like, hey, you know, you seen what's going on in Cuba? No, what's that? Yeah,
1: talk- why, why are those guys out there? Uh, <laughs> right, your liberal <laughs> so-
0: friends say, you know, what's going on in Cuba, you know, and, and as crazy as it may sound, what's going on in Cuba right now all started with the government giving you free stuff. And it really did. That's not a lie. That's absolutely what happened. Here's one video of a, uh, a guy, and I don't know the legitimacy of this, but it looks real nonetheless. It seems like a guy is maybe on social media doing a live video or something speaking out against the Cuban government, and it looks as if the police barge into his home. (laughs)
2: Oye, muestren <laughs> que valió la pena esta <laughs> pinga y sigan afuera protestando y formando todos ustedes, ¿eh? ¿Okay? Demuestren que valió la pena. Ya vienen a tumbar <laughs> la <laughs> puerta, tú sabes, son biznis. Ya vienen a tumbar la puerta.
0: GCM kind of pause. Whenever whenever they they kicked the door in, he he had that smirk on his face like, "Yep, see I knew that was coming."
1: Huh. I can't interpret that. I have no idea but
0: um he basically said f you castro i mean they beeped out something so yeah
1: Yeah. (laughs) i understood the word porta the door
0: is porta yeah they're at the porta it's a spanglish like open the porta he's basically saying castro is a piece of (laughs) you know (laughs) that's all it was oh man But again, pay attention to that stuff. Very, very important. And it's important for you to have conversations. Heck, even have conversations with your kids about it. I'm going to be talking to my child tonight about this very issue to make sure he understands. Mm -hmm. And he will then, as he normally does when I talk to him about what would be a new issue to him, he'll go and tell his friends about it. Maybe his friends will go home and tell their parents. And his friends, they have that conversation with another 11-year-old. They're like... But it's in the back of their head. So when they see it on TV, they they kind of know what's going on. And the importance of that is when the news is trying to brainwash them, politicians are trying to brainwash them, they revert back to what they originally heard about it. And they're like, wait a minute. At least they'll be questioning it.
1: Yeah, that's. I hope they do. Because... Uh... Things like that happen, and obviously there's lots of people out there, so it had to happen somehow, and they were promise-free stuff. Yep. You're absolutely
0: right. Yep, nothing Sounds is familiar. free. All right, we're out of here. That's uh, that's uh enough for us. Tony, thank you for hanging out, sir. Not a problem. I do appreciate that. Guys, make sure you share this video, you like, you comment. Also, if you're on the audio side, make sure you're subscribed to us on Rumble and YouTube, not just youtube.com slash over the line. But the channel called OTL Burner Account. That account is going to be strictly for more fun, lighthearted podcasts where we're just hanging out, having a good time. But it also might end up being our main channel if we get banned from this one. Yeah. That's another story. You gotta form. watch what
1: you say on the internet.
0: Another uh,
1: even some real thoughts can get you banned. Uh, so.
0: <laughs> that's exactly right. So thank you guys. Until next time. See ya cools.